What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brunch Breakdown. We here. Let's good to make be back it happen. At, good to be back at the table with you boys. No place we'd rather be on a weekend, a little brunch mania with the Brunch Breakdown. No place I'd rather be. Ooh. <laughs> Usually, 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 I do a lot of the singing on the show, but uh, shouts to you, Didi. That was lovely. Dude, no place I'd rather be. I can't help but think of that song. Like, I love that song so much. Serenade the audience right in. Welcome to the table, I guess. Oh, yeah, we here. Lovely, lovely. Uh, Brunch 26 here, gentlemen. Yeah, man. Is that right? That's right. <sighs> yeah, creeping up on that one year. We're getting close. Dude, we're, we're super close. close, actually. Like, isn't it like the end of February? It, it is, is the end of February. If we do one every two weeks... 26 times 2 is 52. This is a right, year. My head hurts. No, because... No. <laughs> no. That, is, like, that no. is... Yes. No, Mathematically, cause, cause no. by the way, that that works, yes, but we're not 52 weeks into this because we had, like... The leftover special was an additional one. We, we've done some other things throughout the year that have changed up our normal schedule, I believe, and this is just where we lead to but it is the end of february so it's coming up so time brunch 27 or 28 is probably it's probably brunch 28 is probably our one year okay what's that paper anniversary i don't know i mean i feel like you that? were saying this before and you i think were i did giving me a lot of new information yeah it's like you need it before we do you'll have the first wedding anniversary before either of us so like so you I should give her know paper this. yeah what? just like a ream <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like the gift is supposed to be. You make like a. No, you don't. Not like you make origami. like a craft out of like a paper plate? Like no, a little kid? Like what do you do? Maybe? Papier mache? Papier mache? No, I don't know how it works, but it's supposed to be a paper themed or paper related gift or a gift made out of paper. Sounds like This is true. Gift. This is true. I'm not making this shit up. That sounds I mean, terrible. Yeah, I don't know about this. Well, I'm just trying to help you out there, bro. No, I appreciate the help. But that just sounds like a this sounds like a tradition that needs a change. Well, it's like because it like gets more intense as the years go on. Do people actually listen to this stuff though anymore? Like to I the brunch breakdown? Like, like to the brunch breakdown? You mean? Do people? No, no. People, everyone <laughs> listens to the brunch breakdown, of course. But no, do people even listen to this like the anniversary stuff? It's like the 25th anniversary yeah. is like diamonds or some shit, and it's like this the anniversary gold. is this. What? 50s gold. I think 25 might be silver. Nice. 75 diamond. I don't know, but it's 50 is gold. I know that. Who like gets... one of them is wood. It's real. I'm, I'm, I'm I think people, people right probably now. only pay attention to like the. You have to. Like the big ones. Okay. Like 5, 10, 25. Yeah. So Dan is, Dan is correct in most of the things he's saying. Um, That's good. 50 years of marriage Wait, what did is you called just say? a golden wedding anniversary, or simply it's a golden, a shower. golden anniversary. <laughs> it's an hour-long shower the with guys. golden wedding. Oh, God. Please <laughs> don't call it's, 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 a guy, it's a guy's shower. Yeah. <laughs> it's a guy's shower. It's, it's a guy's afternoon shower guys. It's a game. Yeah, please don't call it a golden it's, uh, wedding. R. Kelly comes in. It's good. <laughs> oh, golden shower. Happy anniversary, baby. Here's R. Kelly. Um, trip, okay, trip, no. trip, trip, trip. Trip, trip. <laughs> Oh. And a drip, 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 pee on you. Um, 25 years is called a silver wedding, wedding anniversary or a silver yep. anniversary. I don't know why these are going in not chronological order. 60 years is a diamond wedding anniversary. Okay. And the first year anniversary is called a paper anniversary. Boom. Nailed Whoa. it. 
here's the thing. No one's getting to 50 years anyways. So, you know. The fifth, the fifth. That's like, you stick, it's like it, some people would be like they're 75 years old. That, here, people are getting there. Here's the list. This is the quick rundown of the list. Your first year is a paper. Then. Okay, yeah. Fifth year is wood. Wood, yeah. Boom. Tenth Nailing year this. is tin. That makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> 15th is crystal. 20th is china. 25th is silver. 30th is pearl. 40th is ruby. 50th is gold. 60th is diamond and 70th is platinum. So if we're all lucky enough, find the right woman, can live long enough, we can all go platinum. Like Corinne, she's got that platinum pussy, so she's already got it. What up? What up? We're going to get into that. We'll get into that. Platinum. Yeah, right. I'm not getting to 70. Platinum. Like, once they start getting up to see, this might be why the divorce rate is so high. It's because people get to a certain point and they're like, yo, I can't, I'm not getting this gift. Like, diamond? No, I'm out of here by 50. I'm out of here before that. So. Well, we're going to get that platinum record after we figured out Mozart's little uh, formula, how to become, <laughs> Mozart. you know, platinum recording artist. So that'll be our gift. Well, Seriously. I know I, I'm living to be 100. I already know that I'm going to be at least 100. <laughs> I've already decided. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> made this decision long ago. It is up to you. That is true. This is how it works. This is yeah, how it works. Um, so I'm going to be married. I forgot to put in that application. My bad. <laughs> I'm going to be married when I'm 30, so... Yeah, uh, you know, it, as long as Ooh. we both hit the century mark, then we will make, we will go platinum. Wow, that's well, that's up there, bro. Good luck good, to that. Because you. you guys probably I'm... won't be around to see it, but <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. I missed the due date. Oh my, <laughs> I missed probably the due not. date to apply for a hundred ship. And, um, yeah, guess it's not happening for me. Yeah, I didn't know we had to send in that application. Damn. <laughs> no, I'm saying for mine. Yeah, for you. Yeah, no, we won't be there for yours. Yeah. No. But One of us will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the most depressing right. start to our show ever. He is right, though. One of us are going to be dead. No, no, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Probably two of us are going to be dead by the time. <laughs> okay? Let's just be real. Probably I mean, I know there's advances in medicine and all that type of stuff, but... That's like Ricky Bobby. Didn't he say, like, with the... With his high-level income and modern advances in medicine, he's going to live to be at least, like, 170? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just science. We'll work on it. It's just science. We'll work Truth. on it. Wow, that wasn't even on the menu. We went deep into that. That was entertaining. I mean, it's, uh, it's this is just what happens at the brunch table. Like, do you know what you're going to talk to your friends at brunch oh, about? You, you no. don't go in there with a list. It just no. it happens organically. That's Seriously. true. Maybe like while it. you're having some organic eggs. I don't hey, know. there oh, you go. Cage free. Look out now. <laughs> um, what does that even mean? I don't know. What that means. <laughs> no, I remember in one episode. <laughs> Like, um, no Nicolas Cage. This was, no, this is like the... This <laughs> no Nicolas Cage, Cage. not be around. That's good for everybody. That's good for everybody. <laughs> no, the where you were talking about the uh, chicken, and you oh, were yeah. like, I don't know what they do to it. I don't know if they let it run around in grease. And I was like, and we were like, the, the country grease or just like literally just like grease and oil. They're running the chicken run around. Which one is it? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I think Didi said both. Yeah, he was like, both. Yeah. I think it's both. both. I think it's both. Um, but, uh, okay, boys, well... Welcome, Welcome, I guess, to yeah. the Brunch Breakdown. Uh, to all the new listeners out there, probably thinking, what the hell did I get myself into? Yeah. This is the Brunch Breakdown. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I appreciate um, I appreciate all the cross-promotion of our last episode that was like, this sucks, but I'm going to listen to it anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. We People appreciate, really got behind that, that viral push. Yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate We were like, it. so see you at the table next week. And they were like, yes. Right? Okay. So we'll we'll see you there. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so we appreciate all you joining yeah. us once again at this wonderful table, this reservation for three, as we have every two weeks, to top all, talk all things entertainment, pop culture, and just, like Chris likes to say, just any other hijinks that we get ourselves into. <laughs> um, yeah. But we come to you each week, each episode, with a, uh, a menu full of goodies, full of specials. And uh, Chris Gates, why don't you... Why don't you introduce everybody and then run down the specials for today? That sounds good. Uh, Make it happen. First off, and most importantly, you can and should subscribe to the Brunch Breakdown. Can, yes. should. You could do that um, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Really, if you have a favorite podcasting app, look us up, and we're probably there. We uh, You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well uh, at Brunch Breakdown. Our esteemed panel of co-hosts uh over there on the left coast is uh hey. dd at dd is bored on twitter uh over here on the right coast some may call it the correct coast correct uh, <laughs> <laughs> is steel city dan on twitter at steel city dan 22 that's me what up peoples i am on twitter at chris underscore gates we have a menu uh as we do every week like dan said and let's briefly run through the topics and uh we are going to start off with brunch food because it's tradition and uh then we will move into the super bowl we have our final matchup between the falcons and patriots want to talk about that a little bit and uh reflect on the nfl this year uh then we're going to go into our favorite segment that actually has uh, a soundbite attached to it. We feel That's like right. a real show now. That's right. We're going to talk about The Bachelor. Two episodes Woo. have occurred since we last talked about The Bachelor. We have a lot to dig it's into. Exciting. It's exciting. Um, we are going to talk about alternative facts, and this may relate to our current president, uh, as well as the Women's March. Um, and then, you know, another very hot topic that's on arguably... Just as many people have been talking about this as the Women's March. Soldier Boy versus Chris Brown. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it, it's the pulse of the nation right now. It's, that's our duty to, to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we have a random thought that we want to discuss. Do you actually like the things that you quote-unquote like on social media? Uh, we have another would-you-rather life question. And as always, we will wrap things up talking about what... We are listening to this week in the world of music. Um, we can get into it now and on that topic of music, but transitioning us into just the rest of the show. Dan was at a concert last night, and I know that he wants to tell us about it, so it's yes. not officially on the menu, but right. I know Dan is eager to talk about it, and we want to hear about it. So give us the rundown, Dan. I am. Thank you very much, Chris. I appreciate that. Yeah, just some more of what have you been up to lately and... I was lucky enough to see the best band on the planet once again last night. Oh, you saw you fifth... too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, no, no, no. I didn't know the Joshua Trees tour started already. No, That's Nickelback. Awesome. Nickelback. Um, <laughs> uh, seen them for, I think, five times now, 21 Pilots, and this was their biggest world tour that they've done where they're playing in arenas now. And the place sold out extremely quickly in uh, Pittsburgh at PPG Paints Arena. Seats about, what, Chris, like 18,000, so there were probably around 15,000, 16,000 people there with the floor. And like I said, I've seen them a number of times now, and we had this discussion a while back on the Brunch Breakdown about bands that you follow 
that have kind of had this like niche following and this this tight knit group of fans that all of a sudden blow up on the radio. And that's what happened to 21 Pilots over the past year and a half. And I got this super surreal feeling walking into that arena on the floor, looking around at all the people there. Like, holy shit. I saw this band play in front of like 2,500 people three years ago. And now they're playing in front of 15,000 people. It was absolutely incredible. So proud of those guys. Um, Judah and the Lion was the first opener. They have that song on the radio right now called Take It All Back, which is pretty popular. It's, uh, they're, I'm going to look more into them. They were entertaining. Uh, second opener was John Bellion, who, uh, if you had the over-under on how many times I would have seen John Bellion in the past six months, well, I definitely had the under because now it's two. <laughs> uh, and he puts on one hell of a show. I encourage anybody that John Bellion's near your town. He puts on one hell of a show. Whether you're not you're crazy about that style of music, go see John Bellion and the boys. Incredible show. And then, of course, it was the main event, 21 Pilots. Um, now, just a couple quick notes, because I could literally talk this whole hour about this concert. I'm going to try to spare you guys. <laughs> As you know, you guys, you gentlemen know, the demographics for fans of 21 Pilots have like started to lean a lot towards the younger age. Now, even though this band is growing, like the demographics seem to, seem to sit. They stand right there. And they're a very young fan base right now. So down on the floor, down in the pit, and gets a little warm in there. And there is nothing worse than like a, a teenager going through puberty, stinking up the joint with BO because that's just what happens at that time of you know that time of life. And just sweating all up against you. That was rough. <laughs> Let me tell you. That sounds like a place like, you shouldn't have been. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dude, I was this like, sounds like illegal. <laughs> It was no, it was not a little comfortable. I mean, there were people literally half my age there and younger. Like there were like six, seven, or not maybe six, but like seven, eight, nine-year-old kids there, like short kids, like on the floor, surrounded by people twice their size. I'm like, yo, floor was probably the wrong choice for you, little kid, and whoever brought little kid. Yeah, like don't do that. Like go sit in the seats with everyone else. So that was interesting slash odd. Um. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, younger people there. I felt like one of the oldest people. Although I did get recognized there. It was very weird. Some, some like, mom was there with her kids, her teenage kids, and she, she taps me on the back. This is before 21 Pilots goes on. She goes, were you at the Paris show in July at the Rex? And I was like, yeah, yes, I was. She was like, I thought I recognized you. I was like, oh, hey. Like, that was it. Like, I didn't play the show. Like, I was just at the show. It's not like, didn't you open for Paris in July? No. That's not good, Dan. If your name if your name and face are getting out there and getting associated with places moms take their kids to, I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> well, Dan, you have such a unique, like, you know, like, Le'Veon Bell's running style? Like, everyone talks yeah. about his running style. He just stops yeah. in the backfield and looks at everything. Like, you have a unique dancing style, Dan. And uh, if it's someone's true. at a place, you know, especially like a, a especially like a place like the Rex where it's not that big, you know, there's not that many people, you definitely stand out as one of the more unique dancers at a concert. So, well, shouts out to that, I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do you so dance that's at why. concerts like you dance at weddings? 
No, not as intense. Probably There's not just not enough room. Yeah. There's just not enough room. And that's why, I mean, you make a good point. I'm trying to remember how much I did that for Paris, though, more of a rock band. But that's a very fair and valid point. I mean, the Steel City moniker follows me everywhere. Um, I got no- recognized in another place, which I'll go over with Chris on the Chris and Dad podcast <laughs> this week. So jump over and check that out later. Oh, um, cross but, promo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and then there's always the 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 theory of, how do you get closer at a concert? And I'm like, I'm dealing with kids. Like, this should be easy to get through. Well, we found our window of opportunity. My friend Maddie that I went with, she there was this belligerently drunk man in, like, his camo vest, like, 40-year-old man, like, just plowing through people. Like, <laughs> oh, you kids shouldn't be here. This isn't safe. He's literally, like, plowing people over to get to the front. And so she goes, I got an idea. Follow me. And so she's like, starts pushing this guy up, and she's like, oh, I'm going to help get you up front. I'm like, what is she doing? I'm like, I know exactly what she's doing. She goes, I'm going to escort this guy to the front to get him thrown out, and then we're just going to stay up there. I was like, this is genius. This is genius. So she's like grabbing the guy's arm, like trying to get through people, like, oh, I'm going to get him up front, and winking at people as she's like getting through them, and I'm like behind her pointing at the guy, and then like 18 people behind me start pointing at the guy because they're all pissed at this guy. comes out of nowhere, two drinks in his hand. He's spilling all over people. I'm like, this is freaking working. So then security's up front. They're like, we're getting a lot of complaints about you. And he's like, do you guys want him gone? Everybody's like, yeah. And so then they like whisk him away like a dolphin. And then we're, just, then we're up front. All of a sudden, we're up front. We're right there. It was a beautiful maneuver. Uh, I encourage you to go to my Twitter or, or my uh, Facebook, no, my, or my Facebook. Go to all of it. I don't even care. Go to my Instagram at SteelCityDan22. Right there in the front, some incredible photos. And at the end of 21 Pilots, at the end of their show, uh, Josh and Tyler g- step out onto two platforms in the crowd and then play bass drums to finish their set every single time. I was right under Tyler's platform holding them up. There's a crazy video that I have of it on my Instagram. And at one point, he stepped on my Stepped on my hand, and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. It was such an honor. Um, those boys put on a hell of a show. I'm, my voice is a little out of it today. I'm a little tired. I could go on and on and on. But shouts to you boys. Shout, shouts to 21 Pilots for putting on one hell of a show once again last night. And, yo, teenagers, just, like, take a shower, man. Like, deodorize extra. <laughs> do what you got to do because I don't want be, to be hanging around you guys anymore, if, you know. This is what's going to be happening. So I don't want to have to go to the seats for my favorite bands yet. I don't want to have to get to that level, but it's going to get pretty close if this continues. So that was my night. Dan, a- you're old. Like, it, that's the thing. Like, not saying that you shouldn't go to concerts or anything like that, because, I mean, hell, I definitely go. But the right. thing is, you can't rip teenagers for going to concerts. You can't. You can no, I'm just, it's very awkward because, like, I was with people our age following this band f- for the last four years, and then all of a sudden, oh man, they do these Here like you go group. Again. He does, You're he does like the, he does the group vocal with, with everybody, with everybody there. Oh, I also forgot to mention, I waited in line three and a half hours outside in the cold to get in. For what? To get on the floor, man. Yeah, but then Dude. you followed that guy up to the front. You could have just showed up. I know. Up and I realized. That. Yeah. But we were close to begin with. I will say we were close to begin with, but then we got super close. Um, that makes no so sense. So, yeah, we had to wait in line because people were waiting out, out, out in line from like 8 a.m. that day. I got there around uh, 2.45. Dan, that's the story here. Listen, you <laughs> – all right. 
you do not wait in line for concerts because literally somebody who got there at eight o'clock was up standing right next to you guaranteed i know that's what i said that's what exactly what i said i go the person that's standing in line here at eight o'clock is like two and a half feet in front yeah, of me you don't wait in line for concerts like you do not wait in line for concerts it is not worth it that is the one floor of, that was is... jam-packed though i get it was it, it was jammed it would have been way in the back no you could have got straight to the front somebody who got there at eight was there a lot of people who got there at eight were there yeah, so you used a common uh, strategy that I would use at, at punk shows back in the day where, like, you crowd – like, I would crowd surf constantly. I would just yeah. get on – and then they get up, and they'd usher you around all the way to the back and then do it again. And uh, there's always, like, somebody that is going to lead a charge and want to get to the front. There's always, like, uh, you know, well, more than one person. But mm -hmm. the key is just to find somebody that's okay with being a complete dick and use them right. as your fullback, and then you go all the way to the front <laughs> behind that person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we And we've done that before. I'm uh, I'm well aware that I was just afraid that this was going to be with the demographic that I didn't know how easy that was going to be to do. And, yeah, with all these teenagers and little kids, I'm like, Get off my you lawn, bitches Dan don't even cannot. know Vessel. You don't even know Vessel. Okay, you blurry face bandwagoners. Oh Come my on, God. Now. He's doing oh it again. Like Come this on. is this is like steel this it. is like the Steel City special right here. Is like he's it super is. pissed off because like he's he starts off the story. He's like, Oh man, he's like, I've seen them five times now. And he's like, This is their big tour, and then everything goes down from there. The teenagers it's smell, just... there's eight year olds there, they don't know <laughs> all is. the words. Like, ugh. So it's like when Twenty One Pilots starts to play stadiums, which I really think they're going to do if their oh, next man, album is huge. They're gonna play. They're gonna play some stadiums, and Dan's gonna be so pissed. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not even gonna go. Like, I don't even like him anymore." I will no, be pissed. I'm good. I mean, I'm, I'm so good. happy for those guys. What's the and... next? What's the next band with a weird symbol and a funny name? Like, <laughs> no, I'm good. Like, I'm out. I'm, su I'm super happy for them, but it is. It's it. Honestly, the thing to take away <laughs> from it was how surreal it was. I was like, I can't believe I'm seeing this band in this venue, and all these oh. people are here to see them. Um, yeah, and like little girls are singing. See, I'm like, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Steel City, get, get off my lawn. Here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so that was that was my night. Just uh, yeah, but it was worth waiting in line. I guess it was cold though. No, definitely not. Because I told you the story about when I waited in line in June. It was like the hottest day of the summer. It's another we were sweating our asses off. This was the complete. Stop opposite. waiting in line. That's Very the cold. stop. Just if you learn anything today, stop waiting in line. Okay, there's three bands I would wait in line for. That's about it. But yeah, well, don't do that anymore. All right. Well, I could blab on forever. <laughs> if you want any more, if you want any follow-up questions, hit me up at SteelCityDan22 on Twitter. I'll be sure, happy to answer them. But uh, just so I don't take all of up the, all the time up today. Amazing show. Amazing show. Nice. Shout out to Josh and Tyler. I do like 21 Pilots, but yeah. Incredible. Yeah, the show was amazing. I mean, they never disappoint. They're one of the best live bands on the planet. Go see them. Do yourself a favor. If you can find a ticket, because apparently as of last night, they were going on uh, StubHub for $225 each before the show and i on mine were 50 dollars. so <laughs> just to put it into perspective Jeez. get them get them now get them early but um that was it boys so anything new with you before we get into brunch food either of you anything exciting going on um i i'll i'll talk about it during the music part so all right yeah i like it all right chris gates anything on your end no cool <laughs> he's just learning about paper anniversaries yeah and now yeah. he's getting ready now he's getting ready well, good for you. Good for you, Jack. Um, well, I guess we should start off with brunch food. That's why we're here. Let's get the brunch it going. breakdown. Either of you had any good brunch lately? 
Yes. <clears throat> yes, I have had good brunch food lately, and my one of my favorite brunch places is closing, and I'm very upset about it. Oh, no. R.I.P. Yeah, El Torito is closing. And um, went there, saw all these signs up that said El Torito was closing, and I was like, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, we're shutting this shutting the thing down. Couldn't do it. And I'm very upset about it. And That's not the Mexican place by your yes. place, is it? Yes, it is. Get the hell out. Yes, it is. And I am super, uh, I'm super bummed about it. I love El Torito. And I don't know if El, every El Torito is closing, <sighs> but I know the one near me is closing, and that upsets Dude, me. And I'm canceling my trip. I'm not coming anymore. R- forget it. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. El Torito, a brunch legend, a brunch god, $20 bottomless mimosas, all-you-can-eat buffet. <sighs> Later, El Torito. Dude, R.I.P. Shouts to them. Yeah. Shouts to them. That's a shame. Sucks. That's a sad story. Hurts, man. Hurts. Chris, do you have a happy story for brunch? <laughs> Please? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I've been making a lot of my own brunch lately because I haven't been able to. Hey, you'll bro brunch about it. Yeah, bro brunch. Are you a lonely um, bruncher right now, Chris? Is that you're a lonely you're bruncher. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. Last weekend uh, you were. Katie's in grad school now, and on Saturday morning she has recitations for her classes. So normally, like, when we would go to – Get a chance to go to brunch. Uh, Katie's in class now, so Ooh. makes it a little bit tougher to do brunch. So I've been lonely brunching. Uh, Katie actually made me made me breakfast, but I yeah, just doing the. I'm still on the over medium egg kick, man, which is really good. Still going strong, and uh, just rolling Dude, give me on a call. lonely, lonely give as hell. Give me a call. Call. Give me a call, bro. Phone works. <laughs> Phone still works. You know, lonely brunch. This morning, not so much, but. Uh, I don't have much of anything for this brunch This has been a great lately. topic. Yeah, I know. We put it on the menu each week because people want to hear about I it. I suppose but we can just move on to the next one. Yeah. I think we should. I got I got nothing for you. I've, it's been a busy couple of weekends. I'm going to say it that way. I promise you. I promise you. Next brunch breakdown. Chris, I think you know where I'm going. We'll definitely have some good brunch stories. I legitimately don't know what you're talking about. Cool. All right. Let's move down the menu. Let's move down the menu. Super Bowl. Seriously. Super Bowl. Falcons, Patriots, um, guys. Uh, first, playoffs. Thoughts playoffs. Well, playoffs? if you'd like to hear our, if you'd like to hear our real thoughts on the playoffs, you can listen to the last Steelers episode of the Chris and Dan podcast. Yeah, it did not end very well for the Steelers. Um, but but overall, I'm not talking about the Steelers. I don't care about the Steelers. They lost to give a shit. They got their. They, I mean, they need to lose. Well, they got their ass kicked. Yeah, I think that we very clearly have the two best teams. In the NFL playing in the Super Bowl this year, which is great, and hopefully it'll be a really good game because it's two good offenses and uh, there should be a lot of points scored. Um, that said, I kind of mentioned on our last uh, Steelers episode too that like I think this whole NFL season really has been what we see now in the Super Bowl, where there are two really good teams in the Super Bowl, and then everybody else is kind of just average or worse like i the i didn't think the football this season was very good no yeah you're right from week to week the games we we talked about games each and every week and the football itself wasn't good whether it was the matchup or just the quality of play and it kind of led that itself through there the playoffs were pretty much garbage except for a handful of games in the divisional round really wild card weekend was trash the championship games uh, afc and nfc championship games were complete trash and we can only hope, I think you're right, Chris, that we definitely have the two best teams remaining. And I look forward and hope to an entertaining Super Bowl. The last thing you want is 
any sort of a, a double-digit deficit in the Super Bowl. You want uh, two quality teams out there. And I think we got them. I think we got the two best teams that have been playing the best football all year long. Did you say a handful of games? There were – dude, I will take two as being – I will take – if someone told me there's two good, there are two good playoff games, I'll take that. But I don't even consider that being two good playoff games. Like, there was one good playoff game that ended in the field goal. So, for me, there were no good playoff games. Oh, get out of here. That was an incredible football game. Dude, that was it a ended classic. in the field goal. Like, it ended in the field That's goal. That's been it part of the game. It, it ruins it's it. It's been part of the game since day one. You got to get over no, it. It's not I'm changing. No, I'm not going to get over it. It's freaking <laughs> terrible. It's not like a rule they implemented in 2005 and now all these games suck. It's like, come on. <laughs> dude, dude, any game. I just don't understand why we've accepted the fact that, like, like we've accepted that the dude who hasn't played all game gets to come out there and then just, like, kick from 30 yards out and then the game's over like i love that we all accepted yards? this and we all are like perfectly fine with that like we're just can cool you kick it. from 30 yards what can you kick from 30 yards out no i can't you're damn right you can't <laughs> there's only 32 <laughs> oh guys God. that can dude go just, watch the cfl then go watch the it CFL. does nothing for me like i there's so many things about the nfl that we've accepted that i can't stand i can't stand so much like the fact that a game is over with two minutes left like i hate that too like there's so much stuff that I can't stand about the NFL, but I, there was one. But I'll give you that. That if there was a good game, it was that one. But to me, there was nothing because I did because people kept saying the Steelers Chiefs was good. No, that game wasn't good. Like the game was like it was a good game. The quality was bad, but the game was good. The game. Yeah, the was game was close. close. The game was yeah. close. There you go. <laughs> there you go. The game was close. It was not good. It was super boring. Like it was unbelievably boring. That Chiefs drive <laughs> took like two hours. For them yeah, to get down yeah, there, and then they still screwed it up. You know what I mean? I, like this is kind of like I agree with a lot of what Didi's saying, God. but this is like knowing that Didi's a Browns fan. It's a really funny narrative because it sounds like a Browns fan with a team that won one game this year, and you're like, "We're not wrong. The NFL's wrong. The system's wrong. It's not yeah, us. The system's it's broken." Else. The game yeah. is cheating. I'm trying to figure out the game's <laughs> cheating. You know, like when you're playing, you know, you're playing like Madden as a kid. You're just like, you throw the controller. The game's cheating. The game is cheating. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I didn't play on all pro. Like, I'm playing on all pro. This is all Madden. What the hell's going on? No, like, no, no. Well, I hope we have a good Super Bowl. I hope we do, least. too. And if Derek Carr didn't get injured, these playoffs could have been a way different, and it could have been a lot better. Well, could have been definitely some better games, but I think the Cow- it is what it is. I think the Cowboys are in the Super Bowl if, um, if they if don't, if there's not field, field goal? goal, idiot, <laughs> stupid field goal, dumb shit. They both kicked field goals. Whatever. They tied. Remember, they got tied. I remember. Trust me, I remember. I remember while everyone's like, "Oh my God, field goals are so great!" I'm literally puking. Like I'm like, this is terrible. Like I hate this back and forth field goals. Like. That's here. like complaining. That's like saying that like you're you're refusing to accept there, that there's rain oh, in the world oh, and like you're I mean, against rain. Kinda, like the rain's not going to stop. Like rain's never going away, and neither are field goal kickers. Here's a question: How do you feel about free throws in basketball? Free throws in basketball Ooh. are, I mean, they're just there. Like I could deal they're without trash. those. I could they're deal trash. without them, but I get why they're there. They make sense. And the thing is, they're not bringing some, like, random free throw specialist. They're not bringing Chris Gates. Like, LeBron James isn't bringing Chris Gates off the, the bench at the end of to games, shoot for them. At, at the end of games, sometimes they are because they'll sub in and out with all the stoppages. They'll put in some guy on the bench that's, like, a 95% free throw shooter. Sometimes. Like, not Steve Novak made a career out of that. <laughs> that's a good point. Sometimes. Not all the time. Because I've seen, 
I've seen the greatest players in the world miss their fair share of foul shots in uh, big situations. But field goals, I just feel like field goal kickers have become way too good. That's the problem. Like, I don't mind college oh, field yeah. goals. I still hate them, but I don't mind college field goals because those guys are they're, – they're basically just, like, shitting their pants out there when it comes anything <laughs> past, like, 35 yards. So, like, yeah. they actually make it, like, an event. But NFL kickers are too – they're too good. Like, they're too good, and it's well, not didn't entertaining we talk about, to me. Did we talk about this before about widening the hashes to the college level? I feel like we talked. I about think this we before. talked about that on on, on Chris, Chris and Dan. Dan. Yeah, I w- where it's like uh, the college kickers though say that they think it's easier because they can put more of a hook on the ball, a natural hook on the ball, and they 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 claim that that can be easier. Some other guys have said no, it actually makes it a little bit more difficult. So, what if what if we kept field goals, but we just like, you know, yeah, I, I think the little, pro know, hash little, marks should be wider. I think to me, it seems like it would make it more difficult. It's got to. I think they should right? just get rid of it. They think they should take out all field goal posts, like all goal posts, just take them down unless somebody wants to kick from 56. 56 plus, we're good. That's an event. Like, now that is fun. That was Crosby's field goal, was it not? 56, 56 57, 58, yeah. 59. I'll tell you what, if, if the hashes were wider, the Patriots would not be in the Super Bowl. I guarantee it. You see how Guskowski kicks with that knuckleball? <laughs> the ball was like. One of those it field- like completely changes direction. I feel it may. It was one of those field goals in that game. Um, in, in the game was uh, was like it was the most Super ugly, ugly kick I've ever seen. So he's their worst player. Yeah, but um, moral of the story here such is a, kids. such a such a kicking critic. Not only does he want field goal kicks removed, <laughs> he also hates on the ones that go in. And the guys are, oh, but he just <laughs> oh, he makes them, but he looks bad doing it. Yeah. I hate no style points. Even. I just want no the goalposts removed. Like if the goalposts were removed, games would be so much more fun. Coaches wouldn't be wouldn't play call as scared as they do now. Like they'd be more creative. Like there'd be four downs to do shit. It'd just be amazing. Like now, go watch not. the Arena League. It's terrible. Go watch the Arena League. Um, well, who do you guys like in the Super Bowl? Falcons, Patriots. Patriots the early favorite. Looks like the money's going that way. Patriots are. Um, yes. Hmm. Patriots are it's at uh, three points right now. There's uh, some thought that as we get closer that it might spread to three and a half to get some money going the other way. But win, lose, who do you guys like to uh, come out on top? Super Bowl 51 champs. Uh, Falcons by like 25. What is wrong with you? Falcons by a lot. I Dude, I think. Do you want to bet? I will bet right now that $100 that they don't win by I'm 25 gonna or more. I'm not going to bet, but like. Yeah, bet that. If, if, I want the Falcons <laughs> to win, and if the Falcons win, actually, it's weird. I want the Falcons to win, but then on the other hand, I really want the Patriots to win. So I don't know what I want, to be honest. I just think if the Falcons win, they're going to win by a lot, and it's not going to be close. It's going to okay. be ugly if they win. That's a strange answer. All right, uh, Chris, what do you, who do you like? <laughs> I'll, I'll be a little more definitive than Didi. Yeah, I'm not Thank sensitive you. at all. <laughs> um. I want the Patriots, but I like the Falcons, and I think they'll win by a lot. I, I like the Falcons better, just like in my art and in my head, and I also think they're going to win. Ooh, no one's going Patriots. No, they're off at the Falcons. Like Julio Jones is a man. insanity, <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't think the Patriots' defense is the Patriots' defense is okay, but it's like another situation where they haven't faced a really good offense. The Steelers' offense was just garbage. That was a lot of self-inflicted by the Steelers' offense. It wasn't like, oh, this defense is great. The Falcons' defense, or the Falcons' offense is just good every week. Like, they never have a bad week. So, 
I think yeah. they're going to put up points. I think they're going to win. Yeah, give me the Falcons, too. I think the offense is, is too powerful. They're playing indoors, uh, which is where they're comfortable playing. Is it in Houston? I, yeah. It is in Houston, yeah. I just think it's their time. Matty Ice puts himself into that category. Put Boston be great. College back on the map. That's right. That's right. Uh, it is interesting, worth noting, that uh, 11 of the last 12 Super Bowls have been won by the team wearing their white away jerseys, and it looks like the Patriots have elected to do so again this year. I think the only winner was uh, uh, Green Bay Packers in Super Bowl 47, 43. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Chris knows. Yeah, they were the only ones to do it in the 11 of the last 12, but it's all been the white jersey teams. I bet you all those teams kicked a field Forget goal it. during the game, too. I bet you. All I'll right, bet you bet whatever. that. Um, all right. Here's the th- all right. So you guys are both taking the Falcons, like, but uh, so are you. I, you took about twenty five. I just <laughs> like here's the thing. Like here, all right, here's the thing about that. Right, I want the Fal- all right. I think the Falcons are going to win. I think the Falcons are going big, but I also want the Patriots to win because why? I want to see Roger Goodell give. Give Kraft the, the trophy. Like I want, I want all of that drama. That's at his the buddy. End of the game and like, I need all of that in my life. Like, I want all of that because I thought oh, the whole Deflate Gate thing was like the dumbest thing in the world. Like, I still think it's stupid. And I just want, I, I would love, I really want Roger Goodell to have to face the Patriots and put on a fake smile and just watch Kraft just rip the trophy out of his hand, not even care about him speaking, just take it. Brady will be so petty. Like throughout the entire offseason, would just be so great. Like, I mean, I I want that drama. I I, I want all of that because I thought I that whole that. situation was the most beyond stupid thing in the world. So I don't want give that. me. And it is worth noting. I know a lot of people are talking about it. Like, ooh, Goodell will have to hand Brady the MVP trophy or the Super Bowl. He will not. Goodell hands Kraft the Lombardi Which trophy, and then he bad. exits. And then he exits. Which is just as there's bad. no interaction with Brady. So I just want people to. To know that, but handing it to Kraft is that. is just as they're bad. still friends. They were seen together in New York this past week. Don't you watch TMZ Sports? <laughs> handing it to Kraft is just as bad. All right, um, Super Bowl parties. While we're on the topic of the Super Bowl, do you like them, or do you, would you rather watch it at home? Hate them. Shoot uh, me in the face. Low key. Can't what, stand them. Hate them. Can't stand them. So what do you do? You just watch it at home. I much rather watch them at home. Like I don't know where I'll end up because I may get end up. I may end up like talked into going to one because like you know whatever i have a girlfriend so these are things that you have to do sometimes but no yeah. i'd much rather be sitting at my house with wings from wherever i get them from and watching the game because i like everything about the game though so like i love the commercials i love the halftime show i love the game i want to watch all of it and if you go to a party you miss that stuff you know what I mean? Like That's you true. miss that stuff. Monday morning they're talking about the best commercials. You're like, what? I, I miss that. You're one of those people that are like, oh man, all the commercials suck this year. And you're like, no, they didn't suck. You just didn't see them. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. Chris, what do you think? You a yeah, party guy? I think parties are difficult because if my team's not in it, I'm there to like eat. Eat well, eat. Yeah. So you can do that at a party. Well, <laughs> but. Like, watch the commercials, and I don't know, it's tougher when, if it's at a big party, there's a lot of people talking, you can't really pay attention to those, mm-hmm. or the game, or anything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I just, mean, I, I don't have, like, a big love or hate towards them. I feel like I normally end up at one, and it's whatever. Yeah, yeah I like schmedium parties, where it's, like, people that actually care about the game. Don't give me that face. Schmedium? Schmedium, where it's not, like, you know, Schmuffin 20 parties. people. It's, like, eight people, eight, nine people. 
maybe 10, where people actually care about the game. So they're like not going to talk the entire time. That can respect the process, respect the game a little bit. People that are familiar with the game of football. So I'm okay with that type of party. Um, but yeah, like watching it at a bar, that, that would probably be even oh, worse. God. I mean, forget about hearing anything. But I will say, um, well, I guess it was probably just because the Steelers were in the Super Bowl. That's the only time I've ever watched the Super Bowl at a bar. Whenever this, yeah, that's where it can get different. Where you've got a bit of an interest there. All right, let's uh, wrap this talk up quickly, um, real quick. Lady, Ga- are you more excited for Lady Gaga and her halftime performance, or just all the commercials in the game? What's going to intrigue you more? I'm excited to see what Gaga does, man. It's weird that she's performing at the Super Bowl because I feel like the height of I Lady know. Gaga was like four years ago. So like, yeah, this is going to be. Weird. She's going to try to do all sorts of weird things. There was a report that she wanted to perform on the roof. And they were like, nah, I don't think so. Well, that was like um, the Michael Jackson thing. Yeah. So who knows what, she, what she'll be up to, what she'll do, what type of old school hits she's actually going to sing or if she's just going to be doing all new Gaga stuff. I guess I'm more intrigued by that because like the commercials were not that great last year. I remember that. There weren't that many standout just ones. So as good every single year, dude. No. <sighs> no. Chris knows how critical I am of advertising how I studied it in school and how I like get really critical of them. So that's why I don't, I'm not as crazy. Last year was okay. It weren't bad. They weren't, you're just They're okay. Just as good Chris, every year. Gaga or commercials? Commercials. There he is. I feel like, I don't know. The halftime performances, I, I feel like every year they get bigger and bigger. And by like getting bigger and bigger, they just become more and more disappointing. Like there's so much you have to live up to. Like, there were so many really good halftime performances, like, like in earlier Super Bowls, like, back in the day, that I feel like now everything's kind of already been done. And a lot of times, too, it's, like, our, it's artists that don't, like, fit logically to me. Like, it seems weird that Lady Gaga is doing a football game. I get it's not really about football. It's just about the entertainment. It just mm-hmm. seems, like, strange that, like, it, like... In between two halves, two of the biggest halves of football in the entire year, there's a Lady Gaga concert. Like, that's just weird to me. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like the commercials more just because um, the, the halftime performances always just seem to be whatever. And shouts to uh, the Kraft Heinz company who, instead of paying for a Super Bowl commercial, is giving all their employees the Monday off after the Super Bowl. They're trying to make it become a national oh holiday. God, there's a petition that you can sign. They're going to call it, what, Monday? Brilliant can idea. we talk about this? All about that. You guys really? Think no, you we need can't. A we don't have time. We don't have time. You think we really need a day off after the Super Bowl? Ah, uh, we're gonna be cutting stuff from the menu. Uh, 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 for you on the West Coast, no, you son of a you bitch. But for us either. on the East Coast, Dude, yeah, we do. The Super Bowl starts at six o'clock. You do not need that. Like if the Super Bowl starts it starts at, at six thirty and it's over at ten. It's over past ten o'clock. So if you're at a party, then you gotta drive home. Stop. You be drinking and eating Stop. all day. You do not like get. Dude, no, you do He's not spoiled, need bro. the day He's off spoiled. after the Super Bowl. Like, if there's, you need the day off after like certain like Sunday night football games or freaking, you know, you need yeah, the day off true. after those. You do not need the day off after the Super Bowl unless they're gonna move the Super Bowl back to eight o'clock. Then you're like, okay. Then I'm like, whatever. Do what you got to do. Everyone's watching. It's eight o'clock. It's gonna be midnight. Then you got that. But no, the Super Bowl's over. It's the quickest game of the year. Is the Super Bowl? It's over at well, like nine thirty. There's that whisper. No, it's not. You're out of your mind. It starts at All 6.30. Right. Well, and check it's your over watch this week. 10. Make it's, sure you hit me up because it'll be over at 9.30. It's a four-hour football game. Be over at 9.30. Because there's extended halftime. Over at 9.30. It's a four-hour football game. It's the quickest game of the year. You guys fight so much. 
It's over quickest at 9.30. I want everybody to hear what you just said right now. 9.30 East Coast time. You realize kicks off kicks off at 6.30, six, not 6.30. 6. It'll be over at 9.30. Trust me. It'll be over. I feel okay. like a, I feel like We're a parent this. that's just given up on trying to keep their kids from fighting with each other. <laughs> We're revisiting like, this. I, I, I swear I have to no you. more energy to, to talk you two down off the ledge when you get 9. going 30, like you're this. 9.30. You're out of your you're I out just want to go on record and say as, as uh, somebody that works – uh, five days a week, 40 hours a week. I will take any day off that you guys will give me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. Um, and as a person who works in radio, I don't get days off. So <laughs> screw all of you people who just get <laughs> days off. The truth comes out. <laughs> 9.30. I can't believe you think 9.30. All right. We got to run through some other. We're way right. behind. Let's, uh, let's move along to our newest we'll segment. Cue the music, baby. Nick, 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 Nick. We live our life like some bachelor. Diamonds on me like a bachelor. Phantom on me like a bachelor. Bitches on me like a bachelor. That's right. It's time for another segment. A recap of The Bachelor. Uh, we've got fiance Katie Notes, I believe, on this end. Chris, she's got calling uh, it Katie's Corner. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Double K. Corner with a K, too. Um, yeah. I like Katie's it. Corner. I like it. So we got two episodes since we've last uh, we last spoke. Of course, Corinne's still doing her thing. We've seen a number of girls go home, down to fifteen left, starting to get into the nitty gritty. Uh, Nick took the girls to his hometown rather early. What are your general thoughts on the last couple of weeks, boys? Any surprises or anything that you uh, that stuck out to you? Corinne okay, can't can dance. I... Who? Yeah, Corinne can't, can't dance. dance that dance. really upset me. I was like, that's a total oh, no. turn off. That's a, t- I would have, if that was me, I'd have sent her ass home right there. I'm like, <sighs> you, you gotta keep up with me. You spoke about my dance moves earlier and I appreciate you, but like, <sighs> that would have been it. It'd been ball game. I was like, no, like, cause I love Corinne. I think Corinne is amazing. Like if he doesn't keep her around until the end of the, like until the end of the show, like he's just an idiot. Like, I'm not saying marry the girl, but she's, she'll be final like, three. She's gotta be around. No, she won't. Like, but my God, wow. dude, like she, she won't, she won't. Because they always keep that person around long enough that, like, the, the, the villain, they always keep the villain around yeah. mm-hmm. long enough, but the villain never really ever ends up making, like, the final group of people. Yeah. And that's a good point but because, like, is... a, lot of the, a, lot of the, a lot of the other girls have, are, like, seriously concerned that if he keeps, keeps her around, <laughs> some of them talk about, like, leaving because yeah. they're like, I can't take you seriously if you're doing this stuff with this girl. So you have a point, Chris. She may not last much longer Especially if she keeps some of the shit up, literally and figuratively, with picking up the shit with the shovel, where she just like, I almost broke my fingers. <laughs> she had like, a I serious feel, medical could, condition, Dan. Serious medical condition. I just couldn't believe some of that gar- garbage. And now it's right now we're in the middle of Taylor versus Corinne. Yeah. Who comes out on top there? Taylor's like, <laughs> she's like, take, she took the gloves off. Not something you would expect from her, and it seems like it's going to get nasty between these two. Somebody's got to stick around, and someone's got to go home, right? Between those two? Corinne's going to win that one. You think Corinne's going to win that one? Yeah. She's going to stay longer than that other girl. Yeah, for sure. They're, they're, yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Good point, Saf. Good point. Good point there. Um, What about... Wait, I have a general, I have a general thing. Okay. Yes. Why, Why is this dude... The Bachelor. Like, I get 
I get why he's the bachelor because he's been on the show like 17 times mm-hmm. yeah. already. But like, I have ne- like he is so boring. Lame. He's so boring, dude. And yeah. he's like, like the driest personality ever. <laughs> like every time the girls come and sit down with him, he's like, hey. I'm so thrilled that you're here. I'm like, if you're th- – whoever says they're thrilled and they're like, I am thrilled. I am thrilled that you're sure, here. I'm so like, excited. In the past, yeah. there have been dudes on this show, and I've watched it, and I've been like, I don't know who the hell this guy is. Why would he be on this show? And I watch it, and I'm like, well, at least he's entertaining, and like he's got a personality that I see would draw people in. This guy's been on the show 20 times, yeah. and he doesn't <laughs> say anything. Yeah. He's horrible. It's the weirdest thing. It's like, does this guy really think that he's gonna find like? Do they like? Why, why do they really like this guy? Because he just seems so stupid. Like, like you were saying, he sits down with the girls, and then they talk, and he doesn't. Like, how yeah. many times yeah, do like you think of like watching the show, from him. and literally they come tell tell him all this stuff, and he just says, "Oh, okay." I well, I appreciate you, you being honest with me about yeah. that. I appreciate you opening up to me like that, Nick. You're not saying anything back to <laughs> you're them. You're not saying anything. Come on, dude. Because like he had that date with he had that date with Raven, that one on one date with Raven, with like he went with his family and everything like yeah. that. And it was very like he's just like skating around the roller rink like a like a little kid, <laughs> and she's there having a conversation with his sister. And even when they went to that art museum, yeah. he wasn't saying anything. She's like pouring her heart out about these past relationships and like. <laughs> Beating up chicks, by the way, which was awesome. <laughs> I'm all about that. Um, but he just like had nothing to say. I know, to he's that. just like he's just like I appreciate you opening up to me, and I'm thrilled that you're here. I want and you maybe to know that. and maybe it's 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 production and editing that they're focusing on the girls' conversation. Okay, but it just but... seems like it just seems like you're right. It seems like he's not you know offering much besides like yeah. just like follow ups. You would think you would think in production they'd be like, well, we need to make this guy seem as interesting as possible because he's the one that's here for every episode. And he just sucks. Dude, he's terrible. He How sucks about the, so much. The most he talked was when he, they ran into his ex-girlfriend on like that coffee oh shop on the God. sidewalk there. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, Dude, this that is was awkward. totally random. Dude, th- right. That was the <laughs> he's like, wait, thing I, in the world. He's like, like wait, I, I know that girl right there. I, I know that girl right there. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's my ex. Should we go say <laughs> that hi? Was the, that was the <laughs> fakest thing on. in the world. Because you know it was like, wow, fa- funny seeing you here. Like, you, you live in uh, New York now, but like, it's crazy that you're here in yeah. Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Just very, very strange. Um, <laughs> and. Can I, and dude, I don't know if the bachelor, if like, if Nick is so boring that like the bachelor producers became super boring too, because what were they doing on the farm? There was no goal. There was nothing that they were doing. They were just shoveling poop. That's all yeah. they were doing. Yeah, you're right. Usually there's, they yeah. They weren't doing anything. Usually there's some sort of, there's a, comp, like they had that athletic competition yeah, the like, week before. Usually there's a point to what they're doing, but there was no point to what they were doing. And it never went further than them saying, we're shoveling poop. For what? Yeah, it was like, he's going to see who shovels poop. The By the way, what? the over-under on poop, the word poop being said in that episode, I took the under, too. It was like 45 <laughs> times. And then Corinne's like, I'm not shoveling poopy. I don't shovel poopy. Shovel your own Isn't poopy. I was like, why are, we, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? <sighs> yeah, there's like, and he had like base who shoveled shit the best to give the rose to. 
It's like a great foundation. Made absolutely no sense. None. That whole thing Very made strange. no sense. And it was like, oh look, mixed with baby cows. Oh my god. Oh my god. Mixed with baby cows. <laughs> so cute. He looks always looks like cute, but with that baby cow. Like, get oh. out of here, man. Um. Like, God. I can't. So can't do we're it. down to we're down to fifteen. We're down to fifteen girls. We're gonna draft soon where we're probably down where we can each pick two or three. So we're going to wait to get to that point. But I I'm start, I don't know how you guys are feeling. I'm starting to have a solid foundation on who I think is going to be sticking around towards the end. Uh, obviously, whoever he picks for one-on-one dates is, is pretty obvious. But after that, it's, uh, it's going to get interesting these next couple of weeks. These episodes are long, though, dude. dude. Yeah, long. dude. Yes. I've watched both of them with Katie back-to-back Friday night. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. I was exhausted Four hours by the of time it was over. Four hours of Bachelor action. And I'm at 21 Pilots. Damn. I feel bad for you, bro. She did send along well. thoughts, though. Would you like me to? Oh, yes, yes we please. Let's Katie's get to those corner. before Let's we move on. It. Yeah, go ahead. There's quite Katie's a few, corner. so we'll try. We're going to have to get these. intro music for Katie's Corner, too. I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> feel free to react uh, as as you feel is necessary. The first yes. one is about Corinne. Uh, Katie says, Corinne is ridiculous. She said, I do not like her, except... Uh, the fact that she does ridiculous things and then goes to sleep. Katie's a big fan of that. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, by the way, the snoring is a freaking uh, sound clip. That's not real. Yeah, yeah. That ain't, that ain't real. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Katie says, uh, also, if I were on the scene of the bouncy house, I wish someone would have uh, just jumped in with them. <laughs> oh, I thought she was going to say stab it. No, no. Like she said that would have been the be- best move ever. And then fun fact, you guys may already know this. I didn't know this until last night. Corinne uh, was in a music video. What? With uh, two chains and Juicy J, uh, zip and a double cup from 2011. Shut your mouth. When she was, when no she was 18, way. she was in this music video, and then it's two chains in in the hook. It's she basically can't dance. just him saying, "I get high as, you know." And uh, <laughs> and Cor- Corinne is in this music video, just like looking completely stoned, just sitting there next to two chains. Seriously, wow. Zip and a double cup. All right on it wow that's incredible i was gonna say she can't dance so that makes more she sense yeah she, she's just sitting there and like she i guess they're the producers are like look like you're really high and so she's just like sitting there like so she's acting like herself yeah it's like when she's sleeping on and the show is what she looks like in the music video wow but so she's like 24 on the show this was in 2011 so eight, when she was 18 she was in a music video with juicy j and uh uh two chains um what moving information right along yeah. Vanessa is Katie's favorite. Ooh, me too. Um, I love Vanessa. Vanessa uh, uh, was throwing up on the plane. Katie very much enjoyed that. She thought it was funny. <laughs> um, That'd be funny. She said their date was hilarious and they looked like clowns jumping in the plane. Uh, Katie laughed uncontrollably during that scene. It was. <laughs> Why has she never seen that before? I don't guess not. I was laughing because Katie was laughing. <laughs> uh, but that's Katie's front runner. Um, also, Katie says, uh, I have a feeling about noses. She says it's just like a thing that she feels like couples that work have similar noses. And if one has like a big nose and another has a small nose, they're not going to fit. So okay. like, that's how she looks at these dating shows. And she says, normally the people that end up together on these shows have similar looking noses. And she, but she has no insight on who has a similar nose. She just she does. She didn't provide it here, but she had like during the show, okay. she like looks at the noses and says, "Oh yeah, wow. she could work." So, do you and Katie have similar noses then? Katie went into detail last night about how we do. 
Okay. Well, maybe that's what I'm missing. Instead of like looking for personality, I just got to look for a matching nose. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the advice. That um, sounds like <laughs> terrible advice. <laughs> hey, what up, girl? I see we had similar noses. What's up? Uh, the last one that I really want to call out here is uh, just a fun fact about the bachelor house that Katie passed along. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Someone actually owns that house. It's a family with four kids, uh, and it takes 42 days to shoot or f takes 42 days to prep the house for the actual show. And they do the, just a prep. They do the bachelor. Yeah, they do the bachelor and the bachelorette at the same house. So this family gets paid to basically leave their house, their mansion to go probably live in another mansion. OK, so 42 days to prep. Then they have to shoot. I don't know how long that takes. Yeah, I don't know. But and then they do what, like two of these a year? Yeah. Yeah. How, how often are they home? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, weird. Okay, well, shouts to them. Fun fact. Thank you for Katie's corner yeah. there, Chris. Uh, look forward to more of that in the in the coming weeks. That's that's solid information there. Do um, you guys have a favorite right now? You said Vanessa. Is, yeah, is Vanessa, Vanessa yours? All right, yeah, Danielle sure. L is my favorite. Okay, she got a, she got a one-on-one. Danielle -on -one L is my the, absolute favorite. Like, if he, I mean, hey, who, what, who knows what he's going to do. But, I mean. She just giggles too much. She's just too much giggle. I know, dude. She's so fine. Yeah, and neither are the other 12 that I are mean, there. you're right about that. <laughs> well, I, I don't, dude, Raven, eh, I don't know. What? Not Seriously? I'll do that accent, though. Not a fan of Raven. Ooh, I'm a big fan. I'm Not a big, big fan. fan of Raven, I'm but I will say. Big fan. Yeah, the rest, I mean, the rest of the house is, I mean. He, I was a big fan of Brittany who got yeah. kicked off, and I knew she was going to get kicked off. I knew she was, but I was a big fan of I hers. Was hurt. She got and then she off. was like. There's that moment. I should, like, post up outside that driveway whenever girls get sent home because she's out there, like, crying her eyes out. Like, I'm never going to find love. Dude, like, I can't believe I go through this. Like, Dude, be quiet. Dude, that is an amazing spinoff show right there. Like, that is an amazing <laughs> spinoff. Like, throughout the whole thing, it's like you are the one driving yeah. the limo, and then it turns into, like, the fucking Dan finds love or whatever the hell. But you're the, the you're limo, limo love driver. show. The limo love show. And I'm just there. Steel City pull up Dam. on that driveway, and I've been like, Brittany, that guy wasn't for you, but uh, I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you a long time. That's it. And boom, I just that's what I just thought about. Like they just those that that post rose ceremony interview. I'm like, damn. I just need to walk up on that driveway right now. They're vulnerable. Not that you would take advantage of the situation, but feel that's bad. It. I feel bad. That's you. I feel bad. That's me. All right. Well, we look forward to that. Well, we're extremely behind schedule. And yes, Corinne is in this video, um, by the way. Absolutely in this video. Sitting on the floor at 2 chains, in like just, just, I don't know. Like she's not doing anything. She's just like. Just sitting there. Yeah, she's yeah. just like Like losing. she's high. Looks like she's just like. That's incredible. Yeah. Really high. That up. I'll right. be honest with you guys. I think we might have to go straight to what we're listening to. Yeah, we to. really do. Yeah, I was just going to say, what should we uh, do? I can't believe this is This is, this is, this is the most we mess really... of an episode that we've ever had. Oh, gosh. This is – we spent a lot of time in the Super Bowl, a lot of time on 21 yeah. Pilots. Our apologies yeah. but uh, for not getting to all the specials. But, yeah, let's uh, let's go to music and see what we got left if we have anything left. Uh, <laughs> who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Chris, go you want to go first? Um, The early November put out an acoustic album that is – The early November. What's that? I like how you called them the early November. They are the early November. <laughs> Uh, they put out an acoustic album uh, featuring a few songs from each of their past albums. And uh, that kind of got me on an early November kick where I started listening to 
some of their older music too. I've been listening to For All of This. It was their first EP that really kind of got them to break on the scene. It was <clears throat> the first release that they had. I guess maybe not their first EP, but their first release with Drive Through Records back in the day in the early 2000s. So listening to the early November quite a bit and uh i have also been listening to migos and are didi are you going to talk about that of course he is. I, That's am, all but he's I want you to talk, talk about, about it too though go for it i i like it but but every song is like the exact same thing. exact same thing <laughs> it's kind it of is. the fun of it <laughs> no it's not dude that oh. none of the songs are bad but none of the songs stick out because they all sound the same. You, that like that like that like yell speak hip hop. Yeah, I don't think you're. You listening. can only do so much of it. I don't think it. you're listening well enough if you can't tell the difference. I could tell the difference between the songs, but they all sound really <laughs> similar to each other. They do. Like the beat is basically the same on every song, and like Dan said. You know, when you're kind of like not incorporating melody at all anywhere, like it kind of again leads to it sounding the same. It's but a lot of the same. I will admit that like you you have to go into it expecting something realistic. So I wasn't expecting to have like you know them rip off melodies and go between rapping and singing and stuff like that. So it's good, uh, but for as much as people had been pumping it up and talking about it. I I guess I was like a little underwhelmed. Yeah, I think that was my problem too. I was expecting like incredible, but it was like okay, this is good, but this just didn't hit hit that just, level. Yeah. But that was just unfair you guys expectations. Are just but bad, the, bad and bougie, the bad and bougie is good, and that's that's fiance Katie's uh, new new like theme song. Basically, <laughs> it's bad and bougie. Wow. But all right. I, I mean, I love. I mean, I I really do like the album. I don't love it, but I absolutely like it, and I'm happy. That the Migos are, you know, I feel, I'm happy that the Migos are having their moment because they've been around for a while and I feel like every rapper from Kanye to Drake to whomever has kind of ripped their style in some way. And I'm like, and the, and the thing is, is like, it's not like, and everyone, anybody who listens to it knows that they've done that. And it's really cool right now to see like the Migos kind of having their moment. Like they're going to have the number one album in the country. Like they have Bad and Bougie's number one song in the country. And it's like, it's cool that they're finally having their moment because I feel like they've needed to get that for a while. They've been just that okay. band that's been they've been that group that's been doing a lot of cool stuff, but and everybody's just kind of copied them that was already popular and then kind of went with that. But yeah, but I'm happy for me, guys. And okay. get right with you is fire. Like you guys are crazy. T-shirt sounds it's nothing good. like Bad and Bougie, and it's fire. You're crazy. Like T-shirt, I actually, I do really like T-shirt. <sighs> yeah, uh, that's. That's a good. I mean, there none of them are bad. None of those songs, like they're all good jams. But it's like, I guess I was nothing that you'd want to like. Oh, I got to go back and listen to that one over and what? over again. All right, maybe maybe like uh, maybe like two or three of them. Have you listened to it in That's your car fair. yet? The first time I listened Gosh. to it was in my car. No, because what's the song called with two chains? Deads. Yeah, I th- I have not I have no I do not have a good like car stereo system at all. Dead's was basically like blowing out my freaking system. Like I was like, this is amazing. Okay. But whatever, guys, screw you guys. Is that all you got? You is that all you have got? to like the Migos. Chris, do you have more? You, you, you have more? That's all. That's all for this week. No, Chris right, is good. Well, yeah. Uh, the Go early ahead. Go Novembers. Ahead. I think I didn't say no, their um, 
their acoustic album is called <clears throat> their acoustic album is called 15 years so if anyone there wants to check it out that's what it's called all okay. right well i got migos uh all migos that's just i'm going all like if you haven't checked out migos culture album t-shirt fire get right with you fire deads frosty. it's crazy frosty like, frosty oh, frosty, frosty my frosty. bad frosty i keep i gotta i gotta get you're a frosty, frosty man you gotta recondition t-shirt frosty everything oh i just i love it kelly price frosty i'm such a big fan but um but yeah so there's just gonna be a lot of migos on on this week's on this week's playlist and uh also <laughs> what is dan laughing i don't know at? what he's laughing about <laughs> i'm sorry can we talk about the frosty thing real quick <laughs> Because there's, I, there was a group text between me, Chris, and uh, fiance Katie last night, and um, we were talking about our plans for uh, this weekend, and Chris's response to it was, <laughs> it's going to be frosty. Because we go on tripod dates like every weekend. <laughs> we do. It's, it's, let's talk about the Migos. It's the three Amigos, me, Chris, and Katie. Dude, you guys are the Migos. And, uh, you guys just have Katie's to go by corner. Migos now. And Chris, I'm just now. I was at this concert last night, so I didn't actually see what Katie said. I just saw what you said. So now, shouts to that. But uh, Chris's response was, "It's going to be frosty." And Katie said, "I don't know what that means, but if it means everyone gets a Wendy's frosty, I'm in." <laughs> and Chris just followed up with, "That's not what it means, but we should do that too." <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Uh, Katie's corner, you baby. You need to change. Go <laughs> in it, but please, dude, Didi, go, go into your iPhone, change that name of your thing to Migos. Like you guys are just yeah, the group text. You guys are now Migos. We're just. Change your group text to Migos. And the S, the uh, the S is a three. <laughs> there you go. Something oh like my that. gosh! All right. Well, um, also a couple other songs that were that are like that that I think are really good this week. Uh, Wale, it's got the song with Lil Wayne called "Running Back" that um, I'm oh, a big fan bitch. of. Love that song. <laughs> and uh, Big Sean released another song coming off his album that comes out this week, actually. Because yeah, we'll be in February. Yeah, so February third, his album comes out, and it's called "Halfway Off the Balcony." And I. Uh, I love that song too. So, uh, and if you didn't see Big Sean on SNL last week, he was amazing on there. The second song that he did, I didn't, it's, and it hasn't been released. I think it's just it's a song that's going to be on the album, and it was super good. So, yeah, all Migos, and then uh, those Big Sean and Wale songs right there. That's what I'm listening to. I hear you were gonna take that Wale song. Damn you. Um, yeah, running back from Wale. What they they debuted it on ESPN's yeah. first take. Um, really cool, kind of like chill beat behind it. It's it's uh, it's really really well done. I that's that was on my list too. Uh, Muna, Chris, I got a lot of weird names for you this week. You're gonna love this one. Muna, M U N A. They're uh, a girl band from uh, from the United States in L A. right now. Three three girls that uh, front this band. The song is called "Crying on the Bathroom Floor." It's a little bit different from what I typically Thanks. bring you. They're kind of like dark I pop. I hope so. Uh, this one. This one. Like, you that say? song doesn't sound exactly happy. <clears throat> yeah, I know. It's uh, it just hit me in this mood. I don't know. I was just listening to. It. I was like, damn, this this song is good. So, uh, crying on the bathroom floor from Muna. Some hard hitting lyrics in it. So dark, kind of darker pop than I'm used to bringing you. So that'll be on the the playlist. Um, another one from Lost Kings, who I featured them a couple episodes ago with with a song called Phone Down, which was just like this. A really catchy song that had these like these lyrics that are like was talking about like put your phone down you son of a bitch let's have a conversation. It hit home. It hit home. It was a real song. But this this week they have a song called "Quit You" uh, featuring uh, Tanash, who was on uh, Slumber Party with Britney Spears. I'm sure we broke that one down a little <laughs> bit there too. So she's featured on this uh, with a great vocal. Uh, again, the song is called "Quit You," and sort of like 
80s sounding electric electro pop uh but sort of meshed with like today's style so again the the vocals from her are really really well done on it uh so lost kings with that one quit you and then the other one i got for you this week this is going to upset chris the most um (laughs) because of the names now this song is like blowing up all over europe it's like number one in europe right now it hasn't caught uh fire or frost in the u.s yet i should say um I think it's pronounced uh, Alok or Alok. It's A L O K, and it's a it's a it's a, a producer, a DJ producer from Brazil, and it's also with another Brazilian artist named Bruno Martini, and it's featuring a singer named Ziba. I can hardly find anything Bruno out about Martini these people. Bruno Martini sounds like a Brazilian Bruno Mars cover. Yes, it actually it, does. <laughs> Absolutely. It really does. I, I had it's so hard to find information out about some of these artists because again, uh, the two like producer DJs are from Brazil. I really don't know where Ziva's from, but uh, the song is called "Hear Me Now." It's actually like a couple months old, so that's why it took me so long to to find it because it's again it's been more all over Europe, and those two guys being from Brazil, Alok and Bruno Martini. Bruno Martini. Uh, it has a, uh, it, but the song is legit. I swear to you, the song is legit. It's got a really catchy, like, whistle backbeat to it. And it's, it's sort of in the category of what, like, the chain smokers do. Cause again, you have, like, two DJs and producers, and then you have an artist singing over top with some, uh, some really good vocals. So it's sort of in that category, but something that most people w- won't have heard. So Alok, Bruno Martini featuring Zeba with Hear Me Now, Lost Kings with Tanosh with Quit You. Didi mentioned Wale with Lil Wayne with running back and Muna crying on the bathroom floor. Um, this is the most depressing a... song. I, I, I haven't even heard the song, but I'm reading the lyrics right now for this Muna song. Yeah, well, you got to hear the song. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more about the song. Like It's hard-hitting lyrics, man. I told you. The lyrics hit. Uh, shouts to Train. I know we make fun of Train a lot. Pat Monahan. Um, shouts to their, their new song called The News. I was it's I dope. was wondering if it was going to be song related or Dan just wanted to shout out Train. <laughs> just shout out Train, man. I was like, where is this going? Like, is he? <laughs> is he just feel like just saying, you know, you know, shout out Train, like, dude, shouts to Train, shouts to Pat Monahan who's got Train tracks on Sirius XM, The Pulse. Uh, is his name of his show? Oh, is Train man. Tracks? DD, you know, you know, and Siobhan knows about Train <laughs> Tracks. But uh, their song called "The News" is kind of good. It's kind of good. It's so every Train song is. It's kind it of really is though, right? Because <laughs> think about it, like, yeah. Train legitimately, you don't, like, I don't want to like, like it. drops of Jupiter. I mean, I love that song. In her head. like, hey, soul sister, love that song. Yeah, Cadillac's a good song too, underrated. <laughs> but stop. the news, I might throw Dude, it on the playlist. Stop with the train deep cuts, man! Like, stop. Like, dude, train tracks, train <laughs> tracks. Stop that, dude. Like, no. Let me tell you. I'm watching all these festivals on like uh, it's now MTV yeah. Live this week. So I'm like some like some nights there's nothing on TV. So I watch these festivals on MTV Live, and it's like all these awesome artists. And then it cuts to Train. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. well, change the channel now. But shout out yeah. to Train, man. Shout, shout out to train. train for all those deep cuts over the years that everyone loves. That's what I that's what I got for you in music this week. A very eclectic, very different no, week for listen for to me. this. Listen to this lyrics. But when I'm crying on the crying bathroom, bathroom floor, floor, tearing off the dress I wore, I wonder if I could never ask for more. If I never, if I'm never gonna ask for more from a lover, crying on the bathroom floor, tearing off the dress I wore. This is the chorus. Oh my god. 
It's catchy. <laughs> all the things he said, all the things he said, running through my head, running. That's what that sounds like to me. Oh, man. tattoo. Give me that diamond ring. Give me that love on the movie screen, and I won't feel a thing. Promise I won't feel a thing. My God. Well, with us about to end the show, I'm happy we're sending people off on a depressing note. Terrible. Good God. I don't know what to say. Oh, 21 Pilots brought John Bellion and Judah and the Lion back out last night, and they sang all these, like, covers. It was awesome. They sang uh, Jump Around. What else did they sing? They sang um, from Black Eyed Peas. It was... uh, Let's Get Retarded. What was the first song they did with Justin Timberlake? Where's the Love? No. Where's the love? Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. I have some of that video on my Instagram too. Check that it's out. That one of was the funny. More overrated but, uh, song. Between the sets, between the sets, for some reason, like the whole pit started singing "All Star" from Smash Mouth. It was it. great. I don't know why I brought that up, but it just started clicking when you're talking about like the pressing lyrics. But oh yeah, freaking! I did I say that I went to see Migos in concert? Did I say that? Last no, week, no, I went to see, right, well, last week I went that. to see Migos, right? That's why I'm on this huge Migos kick, because I went to see them, me and my friend Liz, and all, all the trap rap concerts that I go to, all of, like, I, all the hardcore rap shows, like, I go with my friend Liz, and um, we went to see Migos, and it was incredible, crazy packed, and, like, how, the, and it's the opposite of what Dan was saying about 21 Pilots with, like, the young people. Like, I love seeing the youthful energy at the concerts. Like, I absolutely love the fact that there's so many. Like, it, I know there were like there were girls behind us in line that were like next year we yes, can drive like, to this show. And I was like, oh my gosh. high school there, and you know, all the way up to whatever. So I I love seeing that. Like I, I don't know, I just I love seeing that. And um and no, and the show was incredible. And for bad and bougie, like all right, so it's just those three. Like it's just those three. Just me goes on stage, and then during bad and bougie, like right, they start, they're like, we're gonna play the number one song in the country. Lights go out, and then the lights come on, and there's a million people on. And stage. then they play heathens. There's a million people <laughs> on stage. All of a sudden, Chance the Rapper's on stage. Two Chains is on stage. Freaking Little Yachty's on stage, and it was just insane. It was so crazy. It was like a million people were on stage for bad and bougie. They did it. They did the song twice. It was like super crazy. But uh, they did bring out two chains earlier on the show. They brought a little Yachty out during the show. They were tied to all sign. It was just a crazy show. It was amazing. And um, yeah, shout out to Migos. You know, I you know I'm telling you, just big on. It's the culture is a really good album. It's probably my favorite of 2017 so far. So there's that. Well, thankfully, it's the third week of January, so we have a long <laughs> way to go before we give out any brunchy mid-year brunchy awards because. I have a feeling that one might not stick, um, but I'm make good sure enough. It sticks. Good enough. Um, well, boys, I think we we did a poor <laughs> job getting through the menu this time. Um, e us, e us, error error to us. So this leftovers menu just got a lot more uh, difficult to try to manage. Maybe that'll be the anniversary special. We'll, we'll send an extra episode during that two week time. We'll have to do something because it's getting it's getting deep, but. Uh, it's been another wonderful round of brunch with you guys. Oh, shouts out to uh, Chris, not Freedom, but Freeport girls basketball team. They keep rolling. We were nice. with the soccer team earlier in their brunch story. We told that story on episode 25. The Freeport girls so- basketball team now, they're rolling with it, and they're 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 uh, they're killing people. They're killing people. They're doing their oh, thing. So shouts out to Freeport High School and what they uh, what they keep doing. But I think that uh, I think that puts a bow on 26. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, Didi is at Didi is bored. Dan is at Steel City Dan Twenty Two. I am at Chris underscore Gates. 
We talked about four things. Today. We really did. <laughs> yeah, I can't. That's that's an all time low. That's an all time low. On us. He plays that song second in his set, even when he's headlining the show. Don't. What Don't do that, last? John. Anyways. I know. I know. He doesn't play. Like, I've seen him twice. He played that song second both times. Weird. And it was like, now what? Anyways. Um, all right. Well, that, uh, that does it for this episode of Brunch Breakdown number 26. We've enjoyed having you at the table. And again, next time it'll be a reservation for three. And we will see you at the table.